Let's grab James in Spring Valley. Hey, James. Jimmy Jacked. I think he's sleeping. Listen. He's sleeping. You hear that? Dude, I think, he's, I think he fell asleep on hold. I think... <laughs> he definitely fell asleep. Should I let him go? I could scream his name and maybe wake him up. Scream his name. James! James! James, you will wake up a Jets fan. Yes, yes. There you are. Oh, 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 solo, what's up? You take a little nap? You took a little nap while you were on hold? I was taking a little nap. I'm sorry. I was waiting for a while. I'm so sorry. I am so sorry. That's all right. We had no idea you were sleeping. It's okay. Hey guys, and we're back in better than ever. A couple of days have now recorded. People were probably thinking, do the sports suits got the coronavirus? No, one, one half of the sports suits is perfectly healthy. It's just the other half. My, my sometimes hack of a sleepy time Bobo co-host. He, he just had a little bit too much strep throat, you know. That's what happens when, when you kiss a lot of girls, right? These, these women ain't loyal, man. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> they do say bitches be crazy, right? Yeah, man. You know. But uh, I, I'm back, guys. Um, and unfortunately, guys, um, Puck Walk is going to be pushed back another week or so with just gathering info on what the NHL is doing. So You know what? No that, that makes sense, though, because hockey yeah. is not really going on right now. And I know no. some people might say, hey, why are you guys going to still be recording? You know what? I'll, I'll say it just like this. It's just like the, make, the Michael K show. It's still going on for us, right? And thank God. Um, I know the herd stopped last week. They didn't do anything. First things first. Didn't do nothing. Undisputed stopped on Friday. What about first take? They're still going strong. See, first take and the Michael K show gets it. Alan Hahn gets it. Now, I also get why they're closing down. You gotta be smart. You gotta be safe. Um and everybody please be be safe. But also don't be afraid to live your life. Today for the first time in five months, I played basketball. I ran around for 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 an hour and a half. I I still play defense. I still shook hands with people, but you know what I do? I got a mist. I got a hand si- hand sanitizer mist. Whenever I shook hands, what did I do? I sprayed right away. Nobody can let this coronavirus stop them from living their lives. You got to live your life just take precautions. Be as safe as possible, but do not be that guy who just says, I'm not going out. Um, if you're like me and you have a couple of weeks off of work at least because your job shut down, I'm with you, man. I hear you. It sucks. So that's why I went out today. You just got to do a little things each day. You got to keep busy because cause me, myself, I know if I stayed home for these two straight weeks and I just hope it's two weeks. Because, you know, I like to make money. I, I I like to live. And you know what, guys? Also, if you hear the show, you already know. 
Um, I I think our Boston trip will still be on because at some point we're gonna get back to sports. Hockey and the NBA will crown champions. Baseball will come back. We're not gonna go a whole entire year without that. There, there's something that's saying baseball could be back by May. So that means if that's true, you know what? The last three weeks of April, you know what that is? Spring training resumes. That's what happens. So don't think we're not going to get sports. Listen, right now, if you're if you're a UFC, you have to be loving it. Because literally, all eyes are on you. So if, if, if you're a UFC man, it's your chance to shine and make things popping. Things are happening yeah. tonight. Well, you have to understand, UFCs are independent contractors, so they don't have like a sports, you know, organization. And they, as long as their their athletes are are do not have the corona, they will continue. It just there will be more than will be had. Yeah, but they do have a commissioner though. Like like they if do. Dana White yeah. said we're not going to fight, wouldn't they not fight? Yeah, absolutely. But as long as Dana White sanctions the play, they're going to fight. <laughs> it's as simple as that. So, also, um, breaking news, um, once the CBA, um, once the CBA has... Um, oh, 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 yeah, what's going on with that? Um, so, they will be announced today about the CBA, which will be at 11.59 p.m., and all looks like it's going to pass. But the breaking news is... The draft, which was supposed to be in all, in April, will be pushed to the around Memorial Day weekend. So it'll be late May for the NFL draft, and okay. all OTAs will be canceled. Which means, looks like guys, I likely will not be going to Vegas. So you're gonna get your ticket refunded. I will get my ticket refunded. So guys, it's look. It, it does not look like I'll be going to Vegas this year. But, next year, the draft's going to be in Cleveland. Ooh. And, Noah, and that's an interesting trip to take. I'm sure the flights will be cheaper in Cleveland. You know what? Let's do that trip. Me and Cleveland? you go to next year's NFL draft. Not only, not only can we see the NFL Hall of Fame. Yes. Not only can we do the draft, but I'm pretty sure we can even take in a Cavs game. Cavs, the Cavs will be playing in, in late April because the Cavs will stink by then. We'll go to a Cleveland Indians game. We could do Cavs, we can do Indians, we can do it all, man. A Cavs game is not going to be expensive. So, so what we do, Cavs. whenever the draft the is, Cavs. we look at the Indian okay. schedule, we look at the Cavs schedule, and we just go a week the early. Cavs. The Cavs, yeah, the Cavs will be, no, the Cavs will be done by then, because the Cavs are not going to make the playoffs. <laughs> Stop it. But we can go to a Cleveland Indians game, depending right. on when the schedule is. Of course. So, we can do that. So, even though Vegas will likely not happen, unfortunately, I can use that voucher for next year's draft in Cleveland, Ohio, which means the sports dudes will be taking a trip to Cleveland, Ohio, next year. That's right. And, again, we're, we're still going to do something with the draft. What we can do is, just just for the first round, we're not covering all seven. That's that's just too many days and no. too much no, too much that. time. But the first 23 picks, we're going to get the Jets pick. We're going to get the Giants pick. 
And 23, why? Because the 23rd pick is the best team in football, the New England Patriots. So that is what we'll do. I thought the best team in football picked 32nd. Um, no, no, that's 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 just a sad and horrible misguided rumor. Um, the best team in football plays in Massachusetts. Uh, speaking speaking of Massachusetts, the Boston Marathon is getting pushed till September. So that is a very prideful thing for the Bostonians, and it sucks. And just speaking of Boston real quick, don't let any of this stop you from the 2019-2020 Stanley Cup Boston Bruins Champions. That's what's gonna happen. No, no, no. Of course, listen, listen. Whenever we talk about Boston, that's gonna happen. And our guest Brian is gonna be pushed back a little bit. So he's gonna come on at 10.30. We're gonna have him. He's always a fun time. Uh... I've made, I've made a couple of, you know, work my fingers over the past couple, couple of days. And, um, and we're eventually going to get Kyle Boone on the pod. He's a writer for CBS Sports. Um, and many, many weeks ago, I uh, talked to a Patriots beat writer. Her name is Meredith Gorman. So she said she originally would come on the pod. So I just DM'd her today to confirm it a day at a time. So that should happen too. Um, also, there's. Hold on. And it's kind of crazy how New York City is, which goes to show that people are taking this this virus seriously. I mean, like what? Um. Obviously, don't be a Rudy Gobert and um, be, be insensitive. Look, I get it. This virus is no joke. We're trying to work on a vaccine. Listen, sports will, will not go away. Sports will be back. In the meantime, the sports dudes are not going away. We will find a lot of things to talk about, including the NFL free agency, which will be starting on time. So we can have plenty of football to come. Exactly, and Tom Brady, do not let us down. I I bought the shirt. I bought the shirt. I spent thirty nine dollars. So Tom, you gotta stay. You have you have to give the people what they want. Listen, listen. Nobody wanted to see Joe Montana leave. Nobody wants to see great guys leave. They're like now now yes, your legacy will not change. But unless you go to a team that's star-studded, you're not going to win a championship this year. Now, the the Patriots brought back Matthew Slater for two years. Um, the first step, J- the first step was luck. Jason McCourty's option was picked up. So, I'm pretty, pretty sure Devin McCourty will come back. I don't think he's going to want to leave his brother. Speaking, speaking to people that know Devin McCourty, um, he is more than likely to resign with the Patriots. So I'm just giving you that. So. There you go. And unfortunately, we won't have the best tight end in football because he stupidly chose to, you know, represent his brand in a fake, fake sporting event. You know. Speaking of, speak. Uh, we will not talk too much time with wrestling, but. 
Um, for those who are wrestling, to make a long story short, the governor of Hillsborough um, in Tampa, which is where WrestleMania is going to be, is likely going to cancel WrestleMania. So that's mage. That is the championship of wrestling. Right yeah, there. that is pretty much. It's it's, it's it's the Super Bowl. It's the Super Bowl of wrestling. It is the NBA championship of wrestling. It is the Stanley Cup of wrestling. It is huge. It is big because. There are they so, are so sh- straight up cancel, not postpone it. Straight up cancel. Wow. So that see, so you know what? I, I gotta be honest. That kind of sucks because once when certain things end, like once last year's WrestleMania end, all wrestling fans were waiting for this one. So now you're gonna go a whole year without. And I'm pretty sure they signed Gronk now so he can do something at WrestleMania. And you know what? I would have bought in just to see that. You would have got Patriot fans buying WrestleMania just to see that. Um, so. Also, good news for NBA players. Continue to get paid while they are being suspended. Good job by Adam Silver, which is why he's the best commissioner in sports. Gary Bettman will continue to play the NHL players while their season is being suspended. Good news. There has been talk of the NCAA while doing an abbreviated 16-team tournament, which... That's stupid. That's dumb. I I wouldn't do it. To be honest, as much as I love March Madness, I wouldn't do it. I would be... Hold up on March Madness for a second. If 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 I'm NBA and National Hockey League, I'll say this: players, you want to continue to get paid? Okay, here's what we're gonna do. I know some has done it, but it should be a rule. You guys want to keep getting paid? You gotta donate money. But in all sports, every owner of the NBA and the NHL, every player, unless you are making the minimum. But even then, if you're making the minimum, donate fifty thousand dollars. If you're making six hundred grand, fifty thousand is a drop in the bucket. Okay? If if you're LeBron James, donate two million dollars. If you're Steph Curry, donate two million dollars. Every player and owner should donate because you'll be fine if you didn't get paid. You'll be okay. But for the concession stand, the ushers. The ticket takers and et cetera, et cetera, they have to get paid. My job, who don't even have to, because I am an independent contractor, um, they're they're putting in a plan to keep paying us. So I hope that happens. Um, but seriously, don't think of it as an obligation. Think of it as the right thing to do. So every owner, if you're an owner, you know what? Donate five million dollars. Donate five million. Every player and every the Boston Celtics are setting up a GoFundMe. If any Celtics fan chooses to donate money, you are a moron. I hope you get offended, and I hope you DM us, and I hope you come on here and defend yourself. I hope you get offended. I hope you drop on the floor and get punched in the face. Now, I like what Emily Walden is doing, 
who also has a shirt. I I gotta find the tweet. Um, but she is setting it up where my minor leaguers are. You know, you know, for golf for me to keep getting paid. That is smart because what does that? Because I saw something where like they get their signing bonus of like a thousand dollars, right? And right now they're not getting paid, but the owners of the minor league clubs want them to stay in shape. And a lot of the training facilities are getting shut down. So that that sucks. Um I'm trying to I'm trying to find the tweet here, but so she she has been doing some great, great things. And this is just one of those things that people just, you know what, you have to care. It's, if, now not everybody can care, but you have to care. Um, I'll make, I'll make, give a big shout out to Giannis and even Zion, who hasn't really made like the big NBA buck. To help out the people, you know, in the in his arena, the guys with hands. I want to say about yeah, but it, yeah, know. but isn't Zion making millions of dollars? Actually, no. He's actually making about less than like five million. Actually, his his most money is actually coming from his endorsement. Right. He's using his like. Yeah, he's using so his, he's not your he's average. His, he's not your average NBA rookie who's making a, a couple hundred grand. Uh, I, I know, but I'm just saying, though, but he's not making, like, Steph Curry or LeBron James money. That's what I'm saying. He's not making, And I'm like, surprised LeBron I'm, hasn't done something yet. That 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 I'm, makes him look, look like a joke. I, I want to say I'm a little bit disappointed in a little bit of some of the Islanders players because I have a friend who actually works at the Coliseum, and I asked her if she's getting paid, and they have her, and she's not getting paid. So, well, I'm, well, I'm sure it's going to take a couple of weeks because even when you file unemployment, they they take three weeks. So the fourth week you'll get um the first three checks straight, and then and then it continues. So it's 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 not going to be like boom, the money goes in your bank account tomorrow. So it's gonna, that's going to take a couple of weeks. But again, every player and owner should should be donating money. Every single one. I agree. I think so because it's not it's not so much the the players it's the people that need these jobs to make a living they need this that's well, even even when their sports season's over you know there are concerts events like meetings everything that goes on and these workers make make this money so they can so they can you know well in the off season they can get unemployment if they don't want to work events like 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 when I used to work City Field. I I only did make games. Now I I, I, I could have made more money doing events and whatnot. But so once baseball season was over, I got unemployment. Mm. Well, you could have worked events because they have events during the off season. Well, yeah, but at the time I was I was eighteen through twenty one, and I was gotcha. just I trying understand. to chill and relax, you know. <laughs> I understand that 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 actually makes more sense. And also, back to the quick to the NCAA thing, I wouldn't be for a sixteen two tournament. I, I'd be against it. That's, plus, plus, I, I would how would you go from how would you go from sixty eight to sixteen? Like, how would you make seats? How how would you decide who gets snubbed? Yeah, and and also like, like it's too much. Like, 
the team like Hofstra would get snubbed because you you want Duke in it, you want Kentucky in it, you want you want Michigan State, and you you yeah. want the blue you want the blue bloods in it. You don't want the Cinderella stories. You want the Dukes, the North Carolinas, the Kentuckys, the Michigan States. You want the big programs in it, and the. The, the point of March Madness is to see some Cinderella stories. We don't want to see, like, the big blue bloods battling each other. It'd be kind of boring, no offense. Very boring, man. Yeah. Um, the reason why I told, the reason why I, like, because a couple of people asked me, like, oh, where is Hold on, hold on, hold on. I just found the tweet. So right. she, te- she teamed up with Rotoware. For this year to raise money for a minor league baseball player nonprofit, a portion of all proceeds will go directly to the organization. And the t shirt is the backfields. So it's dope. I retweeted it earlier. If you didn't see it, I'm gonna tag you in it right now. But it's it's something that all you people should just choose. Even even if you just buy the shirt or you just donate five here. And here, you don't got to do $100. You don't got to do anything crazy like that if you're a regular person. But if if you make significant money where you're making at least, you know, I'll go as far as to say, you know, six, seven thousand a month. You know, that's pretty good living. You you, you can fork over $250. That's, it's not asking a lot. But if you're making, if you're making $10 million a year, 1.5 is a drop in the bucket. All right, continue. All right. Um, what I was saying is, what I'm saying is the fact that um, uh, for people that's wondering, Puck, I will be dropping next week. And this episode of Puck Preview, I'm going to be looking at the top five plays from the first half of the season and preview upcoming storylines so once the season resumes. So that will be my... Give us a tease. Give, give us a 30-second tease. I will tell you this. One of the top five plays will be Mika Sabanjak's five-goal night against Washington and a storyline to be continued. Which local team will make the playoffs? The other team is... The other... Lo- the other their tease is... Who is who is in, who is going to win the Calder Trophy? Which is look at the year for kids who don't know. Ooh. And I'll give you a hint: it's someone that you're not paying attention to. Ooh. You'll find out more. And also, also the biggest biggest tease for people who are wondering why why the Boston Bruins will not win the Stanley Cup. I will tell you why when you listen to Puck Luck. So you're saying the 2019-2020 Stanley Cup Boston champions, they will not win the cup. Kristen, I hope you kick his ass. I hope you kick him the ball so hard, he becomes James Amina. I told you, this, this show is going to be interesting. Man, that's a hot take, man. That's that's um, scorching. I just burnt my hand. ear listening to that. This will, another thing will upset Islanders fans, Lou Lamorello is on the hot seat, and I will tell you why. Whoa! Yep. You 
How long of a contract did he sign? He has a three-year contract. He has actually has a five-year contract. Wow. After next year, they have a, there's a chance that they could get out of it by firing him. Oh, right, so just a question and last thing on this. Mm-hmm. If, if they was to fire him, who would they get that's better than him? His son. Ooh. And from what I've read, his son is more up to date with today's NHL than his dad is. Well, that would make sense. But, but I will explain. But of course, explain of course. More, all, all of your questions, all of all hockey fans' questions will be answered on Puck Lock. And that will be all for today at Hockey Set. Absolutely. But, Dan, that's, that, that would be interesting. Son knocking off the father. I, I love from the best on teasing. You'll just have to listen to find out. Absolutely. Um, the Yankees did a nice solidarity thing. Everybody wanted to stay in Tampa. Play all players had a choice. Go home. Stay in the facility. Or go to your baseball state. Whether it's New York or Chicago or Detroit or California. And they got the goal on 28. Um, Domingo Herman supposed to come back June 5th. It's not days. It's games. So let's say we start in May. Homeboys done to the first or second week after the All-Star break. So that could actually benefit the Yankees if, you know, he comes in hot. Uh... Whenever we have opening day, the opening day roster should consist of Stanton and Judge, unless there's a setback. That means Paxton also would not even miss a start. He'd be our number three starter. Jay Hat would be the fourth starter. Jordan Montgomery would be the fifth. So that means who, whoever would have made the fifth starter, like Michael King probably, he'd probably be in the bullpen as a long man. With most likely Louis Sessa. Um, Kyle, Kyle Higashioka sadly will probably make the team. I, I would love it if I know to mix the team, but that's probably not going to happen. Uh, we you're, need. You're, you're not. You're not. You're not going to keep Kyle Higashioka off the team. Of course I'm not. Sorry. And this yeah, also means Aaron Hicks. He'll, he'll still probably come back in June, but he's going to miss those games. He's not going to miss 40, 50 games. So, if you look at stuff like that, that's a good thing. And now, with all this, Luis Severino will be ready for the start of next year. Most likely. Yes, he will. Or, yes, he will. So, that's, that's, that's a good thing, too. Um, Now, I the only way I could realistically say them playing 162 games is if they start in May. If they have to start after May and June, you got it's you got to knock it down. You got you got to play minimum like one thirty. It's probably going to be like one thirty or one twenty five around that, and I don't think there's going to be an all star break. I think it's just going to be like just a rush through. I don't I don't think you can do anything less than one hundred and thirty games. 
Yeah, like I say, anywhere, anywhere between 125 to 130, if it's after May, would be fine. If you're, if it's in May, you can probably do a 160, you could probably do a full season, but if it's like June, your, your best bet is like 130, 125 at that. So that means if it's 130, each, each team gets 65 home games. Yeah. That, so. that seems fair. That, that means that means if you only go to a couple games a year, you're probably gonna boost that up. So like if you normally would go to five Yankee games, you home games, you might go to ten. Just because of that. Yeah. Um and also for any store who are gouging prices, I saw a dollar store got fined ninety thousand dollars by the better business rule just because they were hiking up prices. What is wrong with the world? You shouldn't be allowed to take advantage of people like this. And first of all, if you're if you're the idiot to pay something that's that costs two dollars, ten dollars, you're a fucking moron. Bur- bur- give that money to me because you're burning money. Um, but don't fall for it and stop with the toilet paper. We're not having a massive diarrhea attack, all right? No one's shitting their pants. And for that scumbag kid who bought seventeen thousand seven hundred hand sanitizer, and you're mad because you can't sell them, boo, fucking who? I hope you lose your shirt, and I hope you get punched in the face, and then I hope you get robbed, because people need that hand sanitizer. And for all the assholes that are buying up baby wipes, what if a mother needs that for her young child? How are you feeling about yourself? You think you're feeling happy? Come on. People got to stop being greedy. And also stores should be limits. I heard about a guy buying up three pallets. Three pallets of toilet paper or some kind of item. You know, if 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 you get a full truck, you're probably going to get 20 bucks of hand sanitizer. In each box, you're probably going to get 25 to 45 hand sanitizers. You know what the limit should be? Four per customer. Not, let's make as much money as we can. Because a full pallet of something is probably going to run you 8 to $15 in merchandise. So that guy probably forked over thirty-five dollars to $4,000. So I guess that's cool, make money, you know. But it's not fair. So for the max, maybe 8 if you can show you really, really need it, do that. But pe- people should not just be allowed to buy whatever they want because they got the money. Je- just like pro athletes, they're getting tested in an hour. And some people are waiting three, four days to get tested. That's not fair. And if they are going to continue to do that, they better be paying a hell of a price. If, if the, ke- the test costs 1500 Make them pay five grand. You can gouge millionaires. It's okay. But to do it to regular hardworking people who are most likely never going to see a million dollars in their lifetime, that's wrong. I agree. I agree 1,000%. You're absolutely right. Uh, people. And there are people that need that way more than you do, especially older people that are more susceptible to disease than the younger folks. So stop being an inconsiderate dick. And again, guys, if you're any kind of sick, 
a little sniffle, a little cough, a little pink eye, any kind of sick at all. Stay home. That's what I did. Don't go out. Stay home. If you don't have sick pay, you know what? Who cares? Stay home. Why? Because why are you going to endanger someone just so you can get a paycheck? Okay? Stay ass home. And also, imagine you having that check in your bank, but but you got the virus. Yeah. How's that money going to do you now? Alright? Alright, um... Get, get your last thought in before we have Brian from the Michael K Show. Last thought, and I'll make it quick again. Guys, be smart. Don't be stupid. Don't buy a crap ton of toilet paper. This is not the apocalypse. And guys, sports will be back. We will still be covering sports. The NFL free agency will take place. And we will still be talking all NFL. And we'll still, still be baseball news. There'll still be basketball news. And please, if you're sick, if you're not feeling well, stay home. With you being home and not getting anyone sick is, is, is more important than going out there and getting someone else sick. Your own health is more important. And that's all I got to say. Absolutely. And we're now live with Brian, who's a regular caller on the Michael K. Show. It's been a little while. How's it going, man? Oh, my God, bro. It's going, but it's not. It's, uh, we've arrived in a parallel universe I never thought we'd be in, bro. Now, Brian, when you found out that there is no basketball, no hockey, no sports, when the entire sports world just shut down, what was going through your mind? Really, bro? Uh, it's like, I hate to say it, but like, the other night I was messaging with you when Rudy, when uh, Rudy, when they found out that Rudy got it, right? Yeah. And and I told you then I was like, by tomorrow night there will not be any sports whatsoever. And I hate to be right, but I was right. You're and, right. I just didn't think it would happen. I know. I didn't think either, bro. There's no way in a million years that anyone can envision a scenario like this. You know, and on one, you know, and you got like. It's so strange right now. You got a lot of people. You got a segment of the population blowing it off. You got a segment of the population that's concerned, you know, privately concerned. And you got a segment of the population that's just batshit crazy, taking it, uh, taking it beyond means that, like, I never thought I'd see. I just left the supermarket, bro. There's no cheese. There's no water. There's no bread. Wow. You know, like, yeah, and, wow. I mean, all that stuff's going to come back. Did you get the medicine for your wife? Yeah, I did. Good, yeah, I good, did. good. Yeah, and uh, it, it's, it's how I, insane. How has she been feeling the past couple of days? Uh, hanging in there. i got to keep her protected because she's, she's part of that compromised population they talk about, you know, so... Okay. With people with uh people with illnesses right, right. that are susceptible to uh you know as far as your immune system broken down. Oh, I'm I'm actually kind of part of that population of I'm not I got to be really careful myself because of uh I have asthma from you know years ago, but I mean I haven't had an attack in years, but I definitely got we all got to be careful. Everybody's got to be careful because apparently if you get breathed on the wrong way, you know you can get this thing. Well, um, the best way to do it keep hydrated 
whether it's a Gatorade or water keep hydrated. Have have hand sanitizer, whether it's the mist or or the Purell. Keep it. Wash your hands. I would say if you go outside, shower frequently and just. I think in the last since the last week, I must have washed my hands probably. Got 150, 160 times by now at least. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie, I'm doing it every hour. I'm washing my hands. Even staying in my house, I'm washing it every hour. The most important thing, guys, is to make sure that A, we protect ourselves most importantly, then we protect the those that we cherish the most. And I think we're in the second nation where we have to be cautious. We're, I, we're, me and my coach, we're not taking this lightly. This ain't, this ain't, this is real life. People have lost lives. They're just, there's the case in New York that somebody just died today. This is yeah, two, really? two people, yeah. And yeah. we just oh, found so. out here. Now up here, we're a little more, I mean, it's a little bit better of a condition as far as panic up here. But the problem is up here is that, um, well, now in this county, in this Dutchess County, there's four people now. The other day, there was only one. So you got to figure another couple of ways to be eight, and then it's going to multiply Jeez. a little bit. But but the, the problem is up here that, uh, you know, people panic up here in different ways. The people with the most money, go in and they commandeer everything in the stores around here and they don't leave anything for guys like I don't have money I don't have $600 to go to the supermarket and just throw everything I need to know why there is not a limit I want to know who makes that call to not put a limit it's not it's not right no see they're putting limits up but the problem is the lines are so long at the cashiers that they're not enforcing it you know nobody's enforcing it that's the problem what I envision what's going to happen is all the major supermarkets are going to close down. And oh, God, I hope not. Do you I, know I, how I, bad that's going to be? That means, that means, that, that means restaurants would have to stay open then. Listen, I'm not for this, but I really want to envision because if you look how insane people are going with water and toilet paper and food, and look at people that don't have enough, enough money to even get that. There are people less fortunate that need more of these stuff than the people yeah. that have the money. That's what we're concerning. And if you're letting people who are more susceptible to this kind of disease be left out in the wind and people being selfish buying six, buying like 12 stacks of toilet paper and water yeah. for no dot goddamn reason, so you're letting yeah. people like Brian really need it more than anybody. So and the best, really yeah. so this is, this is my thing, right? This is what I'm hoping, right? Because I can't, I can't afford to be stressed out, you know. So, and I can't afford to jump to conclusions right now. And I've been doing that my whole life, and I got chill right now. So I'm trying to stay way above this. The way I'm thinking is, this panic level right now is last. It's going to last. Now, it is. It's all, hopefully will only last a certain amount of days. Because what's going to happen is, eventually, all these people in the supermarkets, they're going to have everything they need. They're going to have to. They're going to be able to stop buying things and the stores will be able to put everything back because as long as we don't get locked down in our houses, people aren't going to use all them groceries and all that toilet paper and stuff. So it's going to have to get to a point where as long as the supplies keep coming in on their trucks, that, you know, that everything will come back to like a normal level where, where people can just go in and get their one or two things that they need, you know, here and there. Cause that's the way I have to shop. So, you know, I'm hoping that's what happens. 
because right now it's just it seems like when people do that it's like an every man for themselves mentality and they're not thinking of anybody else but themselves and that's not what we need right that's the problem in today's society man this 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 buying everything it's greedy people gotta stop with the greed buy four like like i said before one guy seventeen thousand seven hundred hand sanitizer supplies one guy three pallets of toilet paper what are we doing here man the max the max should be is eight if you can show physical proof that you need that buy eight otherwise four for everybody I, you know, no, no, no one should just be able to handle over ten thousand dollars in a register, and and walk away with a bunch of products. That that Absolutely. that's not how this world should work. Well, well, I'm hoping cooler has a prevail. The problem is because of the today and age of women. And now I went through that. I was your, I was your guys' age at nine eleven, right? And the, the day that that happens, right? We were all, I mean, everybody was, I mean, you don't want to talk about panic. That's panic in an immediate moment, not panic spread out over days and weeks like this. Is. And people ran to the stores, people ran to delis, people ran everywhere because they were just going to lock down for a couple of weeks because we didn't know what was going to happen next, especially in the, in the coming days and weeks. But the thing is, that eventually leveled out when, because the, our government and our leadership and everything stood up and everybody was like, yo, we're not gonna let this, we're not gonna let these guys get us, we're not gonna let them get put us down and you know, eventually people calmed down. But now there was no Twitter then, there was no Instagram, there was no Facebook. Now because of that immediate reaction to everything and people don't have patience. That's the biggest people don't have patience in twenty twenty because they're so used to saying, yo, Alexa, do this for me. Yo, Alexa, do that for me. You know, and when that, because of everything being taken away now, the sports and the entertainment, the concerts and television shows, people are going to start that, that impatience is bringing itself out. It's manifesting itself in ways that show how the ugly side of people. It's, it's really, it's, you know, and you got to hope, you got to pray that the better side the good inside of nature of people prevails right now. That's what we got to work. If I can make a prediction, I think that we're right now in a state of panic because we don't know. But I agree with what you're saying. I think give it a few days, I think people are going to start to kind of realize that let's not overthink things. Well, I think of course, that depends on that depends on what come you know what happens also so in the next few days. You know, as, as long as as, as long as we isolate the virus, which we should, then things will slowly start to get normal. But right now, we don't know how to isolate this virus, and because we don't know how to isolate this virus, that's why there's a state of panic. The first thing we can do is figure out how to isolate the virus so it doesn't spread any more than it has to. Then, once we isolate, then we can figure out ways to work around it. And I think that's what the goal is. And I think when people, we, we put our heads together and we stop over panicking, we will, we, we are going to be able to work through this. And I believe that as a society, we can do it. Yeah, I believe that too. Now here's the thing that I was thinking about the last couple of days that as far as the sports world is concerned, right? So now that this has happened, Right. Every 
everything, the normal, even when things get back to quote unquote normal, the normal, the new normal might change significantly, even after this has gone away. Because now that they, now that the precedent has been set that they can cancel this, you know, when things get out of hand, they can, they can get, they can play without fans. They can not allow the media in the clubhouse. I'm telling you guys, I'm afraid you'd be very, don't be, don't be very surprised at all if the way the fans, you know, the contact with fans, the contact with the media will evolve into something completely different over the next few years where there's not much contact with players, with the front offices, and we start, you know, getting that, not being able to gain all the information that we've been used to getting all the time. And I hope that doesn't happen. I pray that doesn't happen. But now that the the bar has been set by all this cancellation stuff and not playing, I'm telling you, anything's on the table right now. Well, they can use this. They can use this as a front to say, you know what? We don't want to have press conferences. We don't want media in the locker room. Right. You know what? We don't want to. You know, we don't want to have. You know, talk to fans at Fan Fest or anything like that. And I, you know, made, I have a feeling it's going to alienate a lot of people. So these Probably. these leagues got to be very careful. These leagues got to be very careful when they come back about you know not trying to not trying to push people away. You know, just you know, just because they they don't want to deal with they don't want to deal with the media aspect and the fan aspect, all those extraneous things that athletes always complain about. Uh, you know, so I don't. Right, I I think for what you just said, I I don't think it's going to stop, but I do think it'll be limited, and I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing because. If this virus does anything, we need to be more on for ourselves and be more protective of ourselves. And athletes have to be more protective. We as fans, we don't know what we could be carrying. We don't know. I mean, Rudy Gobert had no idea that he had the virus. And now look what happened. Not only yeah. does he have the virus, his teammate got the virus. And apparently a little kid in Boston has the virus. Yeah, and oh, apparently everybody, and now everybody, he's become like bad bad guy number one, like in the entire world right now. Well, they yeah. keep showing that clip over and over and touching the mics and touching I'm like, oh my God, this guy. And you know he didn't mean it that way, but still, you know, it's like... As, as much as he didn't mean to, and I'm sure he didn't, he really didn't mean to. And I know he tried to make light of the situation that, oh, I'm not worried about this virus, and this virus is not really a big deal. And then, unfortunately, unfortunately, he ended up getting the virus unknowingly. It's, it's, it, it's, you know, and people are, are, are bashing him, and rightfully so, because he did not take this, this situation seriously. But unfortunately, whether he gets better, and even though he donated money to the people in Utah and Oklahoma City and in France and did a good job of doing that, he will be known as, he's known as the poster child of the guy that shut down sports. Un, that's unfair, but that's. That's what he's labeled it. Absolutely. Now, what do you think of the decision the Yankees made to stay together down there in Tampa? I, I love it. it, man. I love it. I love you gotta it. love it. You gotta love it. Team unity. You have to understand, bro. This team has not won a World Series in 10 years. This team has come close in 2017 and 2019, and they have not gotten to the, to the promised land. This team won 
wants to win a championship. And honestly, I'm for it. I hate to say it, but the best thing that ever could have happened right now was this delay in the season because of uh, because San, you know, now Sanchez was the worst out of all of them, as it turns out, with the back and after two days. I love Aaron Boone just so casually saying, "Oh, normal wear and tear." After two days, normal wear and tear. We'll get normal wear and tear after two days. I you know that. I, if you can't if you can't catch back to back games in March. You know, we got problems, kid. <laughs> we got problems. We, we, we got huge problems. Wear and tear in two days is a very concerning sign. And Sanchez and me, my co-host, he talked about this, and he even said that Sanchez is booked to get hurt somehow, some way. Him and Judge and Stanton are all injury prone. Very sobering, bro. Because I, I went through a period. I went through a period in the '80s when I was growing up, right? Well, you had, um, you've, well, you've heard probably on the K-Show where guys, where Don says his judge could have be another Kevin Moss. Now, Kevin Moss was a lot like Judge. He was a, he, he was a first baseman DH, tall, like Judge, like 6'6", six, 6'7". Six, six, built like a, you know, built like a tank. And he came in his first year for, uh, I think he came up in September and, you know, in the 80s and he hit like 15, 16 home runs in a month. And they had posters of him and Manley called them the new M&M boys. And there was so much hype and everything. But it never worked out because the guy kept getting hurt. And I'm really hoping that's not what we're seeing with Judge right now. You know, it, it's, I really hope, I pray that it's not. But it's on the table. You know, it's on the table. And Sanchez, because of the way, the, I worry more about Sanchez because Aaron Judge is tough, very, very tough mentally. Sanchez is not tough mentally. For God's sakes, when Girardi called him out, I mean, he went to get Sanchez went to ownership. That's how Girardi got fired. For Christ's sake, yeah. so you know, I worry about Sanchez because he takes everything that everybody says seriously. Because you know, man, since the age these guys were like twelve years old, thirteen years old, trying to make this thing seriously, they get coddled. They are babies. They want yes men. They want to be told they're God's gift. So when it's anything but that, they t- get offended. And there's a difference between Judge and Sanchez, though. At least Judge, yes, he was, yes athletes are coddled, but at least Judge can handle the criticism. If you look at Judge, he's more like, I wouldn't say, I'm not saying he's Derek Jeter, but he's mentally like Jeter. He's able to handle absolutely strong family values. For all we know, people now. Now I'm now I'm gonna be careful and say this. I'm not saying everybody, but for all we know, anybody who comes to America from a foreign country to play baseball, for all we know, most of them come from poor backgrounds. This could just be a way to make that better. To get those moves. So, for all we know, their whole life, you better be playing baseball to get us out of here. You better be playing baseball to get us out of here. Change our lives. Change our lives, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Exactly. So, look at Jason Dominguez. How many 16-year-olds do you know, besides besides the exception of Justin Bieber, who can have five-plus million dollars? Come on. So that's that's why that's why they got their attitudes because they are their families, their grandparents, the girl they knew in junior high school, 
the the man who sells at the apple cart, the the guy who sell you know is the boozer on the corner. That's what these people are. So. What are you talking about me like that for, bro? <laughs> 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 my guy's a jerk. My guy's a jerk. But, uh, but no, I, 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 I get what you're saying, but here, here's where I make the difference between Judge and Sanchez. Brian, I think you can help me out here. Yeah, yeah. I think of Judge, I think of the way he talks, when he hands himself, reminds me of White Cheater. The way of that course. Of course. But again, that strong family values. He was raised well. And that's what makes Judge great. But the thing that my thing with Sanchez is, is like you said, Brian, mentally, he's strong. He takes yeah. everything he does to a point he wants to prove, oh, I can do this, I can do this. And he acts like he don't care, but we know he cares. He, he took the whole fat and lazy comment to heart. He got Girardi fired because Girardi was getting at him to play better defense. Absolutely. And what happened? He played better defense. I noticed he pouts a lot. He's he's kind of a crybaby a little bit, you know. Yeah. And if he spoke English, I think he speaks perfect English. I just think he doesn't. They all do, man. Each each Uh, speaks speaks perfect English too. I mean, how does he talk? I always wondered, like, when he goes out to the mound, how is he talking to these guys if he doesn't supposedly speak a word of English? Right, without the interpreter. You want to know why they do it? You want to know why they do it? I'll tell you here's why they do it. Because they speak good enough, but they don't want to be jumped by some guy named Bill in his mom's basement. Oh, you were supposed to say speak. You'll say geek. How dare you, Gary Sanchez? You've been here since you were 10 years old, Gary Sanchez, and you do not know the word speak. But that's how they're doing, okay? You got to say speak. You don't say geek. But that is what happens. Because media will turn it around just for the story, just for the clicks. That's why they use interpreters. Alright, one more thing on the Yankees before we go to Brady. Alright, because I know you're dying to go to Brady. That's right. Um, yeah, yeah, well, uh, hot take. Well, when I watched the spring training, Loisaga well, might be this year's home run. Just saying. Only the from the bullpen. The Only from the bullpen. Hopefully. <laughs> Only from the bullpen. I'm telling you, if you make Loisaga starter, he's going to get lit up. But if his max is only three innings, but I prefer two. If his max is only 55 pitches, I prefer 35. He'll be good. If he has to go five, six innings. Yeah, but that's bullpen. But that's bullpen. When you're a starter, the first couple innings, you got to go 93. You occasionally mix in 96. You occasionally mix in 95. But you got to last seven innings. Perfect example, Garrett Cole. Do you think every inning he's going to throw 99 for all t- 12 to 20 pitches? Hell no. Out of, out, out of 20 pitches, he'll probably only do that three, four times. Now, if who's he's... A, yeah, it's, and speaking of which, who's happier than the Astros right now, bro? Astros are, Astros are probably the most happy team right team. now. The because, team. All, because all the attention is also driven on that virus. They are the most happiest team right now. This can actually benefit, they can actually benefit them right now because there's no games, there's no games being played. 
he's there under the radar, so this actually... Oh, and, and I gotta give them a little props, because George Springer's donating $100,000, and Alex Bregman is working with a charity to where Houston schools, they're getting their first 28 meals protected, all, all clean, no virus protected food, because, because a lot of the things with, with, with school foods are, they're, they're afraid it's not healthy. So this is all healthy food, and it's the first 28 meals. So that's basically a whole month of school, because, no, it's, it's actually, it's actually a little more than that. Uh, it's, 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 a, it's like the first five, six weeks of school. So that's all good. Right. That's good. Now, uh, listen, what is this? So you read this article about, uh, Brady might be messing around with Tampa. I don't see that. I don't see Brady changing conferences. That makes no sense. Brady staying in the AFC to, to stick it to Belichick. Nah. Uh, cool. I don't see it. I don't see it. I honestly don't see it. This is what I see. I see Brady, and I I see Brady likely going back to New England. And if he doesn't go back to New England, Yeah, but I heard Belichick, we're hearing now that Belichick doesn't want him. I think think Robert Kraft, Robert Kraft wants him. I know Belichick don't want him. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Have you watched? I don't know if you've seen it. It came out two months ago. You see the E60 on Drew Bledsoe? Yes. I've seen it. All right. So you saw what Robert Kraft said there. I intervened. I tried to intervene, but at the end of the day, I trust Bill with anything football related. So blah, 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 blah. So if that's his thing. If he wants to get into a piston match with Belichick, I don't, I don't think he wants that. So, all right. But again, here, that that was done two years ago, though. Kraft chose Brady over Jimmy Garoppolo. Now, here, here is this. Okay, so Kraft, Kraft's already done this. Now, that was twenty years ago. Brady, Brady, Brady wasn't really much existing back then. He was a nobody. So here's here's the thing with all this for. Let's say Tom Brady leaves. Unless Belichick trades up and gets Tua, he is stuck with Jared Stidham. His only series this year, it was a pick six to Jamal Adams. That's what his series was. A pick six. A pick six to Jamal Adams. So again, unless you trade it for Tua or you give a bunch of money to Teddy Bridgewater... And, and and you know what? I wouldn't mind seeing Teddy Bridgewater in a Patriot uniform. But oh, al- but also, if you're Tom Brady, do you really think you want to leave Julian Edelman? And then again, no, I mean, do, do, you wanna the the do you want to leave? Do you want to leave the system? Guy. Do you want to leave the system you've been in for twenty years? He is not going to take the Patriot system with him. Whatever team he goes to, he's going to have to learn a new system. And he's gonna have to take time to learn new players, so here's, it here's, makes no sense. The only team that would make sense for him to go to is the Niners, and he's not going to the 49ers. What does he care about that though? He can't. He don't care. He wants a new challenge. Like, you know, you know that's what he's he's constantly saying. You know, reinvented himself. All right. Let's and, say know. he does that, right? Let's say he yeah, does yeah. that, and he goes six and ten. I don't 
think he's gonna in, in a, any world where he goes six and ten. If he goes to the Raiders, they're going six and ten. He's not. He's not making the playoffs with the Raiders. On top of whatever the team would do in the first place. I don't know, man. I think he's listen. He's been. I really think that he's so gung ho, and I think he's the one guy in the world that can do it. I really do. You really gotta. You know, I, I really do. Like, if he gets a couple outside guys, forget about it. You know, and, and another tight end. He, he needs that tight end. He does need that tight end. He's that kind of quarterback. He needs a tight end. Which is why. Here's what I'll say. And I can actually be objective here because I am a Patriot fan, so this doesn't concern me whether Frankie stays or goes. That's whatever to me. But here's what I'll say. If Brady stays with New England, then New England better get him some weapons because Tom Brady is not the same dude that deployed Brown into, like, a star. No. The last time Brady has had great weapons, first it was 2007 when he had... Randy Moss, and that was amazing. Then in 2011, he had both Rock and Aaron Hernandez. That tight end duo was incredibly insane. Brady needs weapons, and I think the only way Brady can compete with Patrick Mahomes, because I know my calls hate saying it hates me talking about Mahomes, but Mahomes is coming. And Mahomes oh, yeah. admitted in an interview that he just started learning defenses late last year. Yeah, now, I know. Imagine him. I don't care. I don't care. I don't imagine care. Him learning defenses. The only way Brady, the only way Brady can get another ring, he has to compete with Mahomes. Mahomes ain't going nowhere. Mahomes is a nobody, man. Mahomes is a yo-yo bum moron. All right. Wow. Right? Wow. Mahomes is that moron who called a K-show the other day and said the virus is nothing. That's who Mahomes is. Mahomes is a mouth breather, window-looking moron. That's who Patrick Mahomes is. Right? His girlfriend's an idiot. His, his girlfriend's an idiot. His brother's a TikTok yo-yo. Patrick Mahomes is a clown who should have lost the Super Bowl. Kyle Shanahan gifted Patrick Mahomes the Super Bowl. How about Brian, that? Let, let How about that? Brian, let me bring you behind the curtain. I will bring you behind the curtain. Please, lift the curtain. <laughs> so, 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 this is, this is what happened. So, 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 me and my co host here, we went down to our buddy's estate, the, our buddy Julian Gillardi's estate. Um, we went down to watch the Super Bowl. See, I had money on the Chiefs. I I'm sorry, did you say estate? <laughs> yes, estate. Nice. <laughs> where, where he lives, it's an estate. Trust me when I say that it's an estate. Wow. So, they, 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 got, they, they, they got the big bucks. So anyways, so we went down, we saw the Super Bowl. I, me, my call was for the 49 because he loves him some Jimmy G because he was a former Patriot, won two rings, backing up Tom Brady, and he was starting in a Super Bowl, and he won to see Mahomes going down. The reason why my co-host hates Mahomes because I told him how great he is, the way that he plays, the song that he's going to be the next best, next best thing in my co-host. He wasn't even theory. good in that Super Bowl. So, so, and, 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 and credit, he was not good in that Super Bowl. The first three quarters, he was terrible. He threw two bad interceptions. That's fair. But the last, the fourth quarter, he turned on and... Kyle Shanahan said, Patrick, here's a gift. Here's a gift. That's what happened. All right. To this day, Brian hates Mahomes. 
he hates that bright that that that, that Shanahan again screw that Super Bowl, and he still hates Mahomes because I always hype up Mahomes to the point where That's I right. think he could be the best to all. You know what he does, Brian? He basically he basically gets on his knees. He gets on his knees and sucks his dick. That's what he does. Mahomes is a jack wagon, all right. Patrick Mahomes is a loser. He is not going to win four straight Super Bowls. That's not going to happen, Brian. How dare you even say blasphemy like that? Come on, what what are we doing here? I'm going to give you a, I'm going to give you a name real quick, dude, so I don't forget. I want to tell you. I watched as embarrassing as this is. I watched every single XFL game. I mean, everyone, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm telling you, there's one name out of all those players that's going to have a job this fall, and his name is P.J. Walker. Oh, I agree. He's, I agree. Uh, he's, he's got the goods. Yeah, I don't know how he was overlooked or whatever happened with this guy. He supposedly he was on the Colts. I he guess was on he got the Colts, actually. Yeah, he yeah. was on and he got cut. Yeah. Yeah, I guess because of Brissett and, you know, whatever yeah, was going Yeah, Joe Kobe there, Brissett posted a picture and said, oh, here to watch my former teammate. He's by far, he was by far the best quarterback, better than Landry Jones, better than Cardell Jones. Cardell Jones, that's a clown show. He's overrated, man. Everybody thought that he was going to be, everybody thought he was going to be any good. And, uh, funny, I never thought Cardell Jones was good, even in college, and I was right now. You know, the first, the first week or two, he was all right. But the last two weeks, he was the worst quarterback in the league. And to oh throw a pick after pick and fumbling and saying he just he, he couldn't he get out of his own way. Quarterback. Who was worse than McGloin? He got oh, McGloin was horrible. Oh, he was horrible. horrible. He was terrible. And I, and I was surprised that the Guardians, I want, they, they ended up winning their last two games after they looked, they were the absolute worst team in the league after they won their first game. They, oh, yeah. they look like they they look like a um, a pee wee team. They did. They looked like a they looked like a pee wee team. It was horrible. So and I'm just saying, it's funny when 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 they benched um McGloin and they put that kid Perez. They won yeah. the last two games. Yes. So it, 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 and they only and they only would have went three in a row if they if, if they went they would have started um Perez earlier over McGloin. Saying 
he keeps saying, oh, Derek Carr's my quarterback, Derek Carr's my quarterback. Yeah, okay. He's not your quarterback. You know he's not your quarterback, so stop BSing everybody. He's not. And I know Derek Carr had an okay season, but if your coach does not believe in it, here's the thing with football, and I play football, if your coach does not believe in you, or he's not giving you the sort of confidence, he's not, then you're not his guy. The coach yeah. has to back you up. And if he's not backing you up, you, you don't, you're not... It's kind of awkward considering they bought houses right next to each other in Vegas. <laughs> that, that's pretty awkward. <laughs> that is completely awkward. Awkward! I'm also another thing um, in the NFL that we need to keep an eye. We look at this free agent class. Um, and there's not a lot of good pass rushers. I am not. I'm not giving Jadavion Clowney the bank. Because Jadavion Clowney is the type of guy that you pay him the money, he's going to be late. He's the type yeah. of guy that wants you to give him the money. That's it. And plus, he wasn't really that much the impact player with Seattle. And that's a team that made the playoffs. Yeah, and it's like, it's like Leonard Williams with the Giants. Like, what the hell were they thinking? You know? And I don't understand what they were thinking. And, and, Brian, I went to a Monday night game. It was the Giants against the Cowboys. And we all know the Cowboys line is pretty good. And I wish the Cowboys have a good offensive line. But the way that they just manhandled Williams, it's like, what are you doing? Like, he had no quarterback pressures, no quarterback hits. It's like, I didn't even know if he was even there. <laughs> like, I saw his number, but, like, what were you doing? And I'm like, you gave him a third-round pick for that? <laughs> and third-round picks are valuable. Those are those are starters in the NFL. That's a starter-caliber team. That's like the third-round picks are starters. Why would you, and you gave him to the Jets of all teams. Why? If, if you know it's bad, the Jets don't want you. The Jets don't want you. Absolutely. And, 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 and Leonard Williams didn't even make it fit under Greg Williams' defense. And Greg Williams is a defensive guy. If you can't work with Greg Williams, that's a problem. Yeah, and, uh, you know, I mean, the jury's going to be out on Joe Judge. But, man, from what I see, from what I his beginning, you know, clown show nonsense, tough guy, uh, you know, like 50s football mentality, it's not going to work, bro. It's not going to work. <laughs> I will I'd be very surprised if it does. I'd be very surprised if it does. I, I will give the first year a pass because it's the honeymoon phase, but I think the pressure is really more so on Gettleman, to be honest with you. This is Gettleman's, this is it, because A, if Gettleman screws up, he's gone. They're not going to fire Joe Judge. No. He, he's going to get at least, uh, he's going to get at least if they get tossed. But Giants will do whatever it takes to make sure that he, he they put him in a position to, to succeed. But Dave Gellman, if, if, if the Giants don't go at least 7-9, 8-8, he's losing his job. Simple as that. I'd like to think that, but I, you know, I don't know what, what he's got Mara drinking or what kind of drugs he gave Mara to keep him employed, but... Gentleman does not deserve does not deserve this job. Well, he was sick, man. Curtain. I'm gonna take y'all behind the curtain. Now we all know that that the Giants are fifty fifty. Steve Tisch owns the business side. He's Hollywood, and John Mara is a football guy. Steve Tisch wanted a clean house. He wanted everyone fired, which you know it's fair. You, you want a clean. You want. Shermer, gentlemen, you want to start fresh. You want to bring in a new GM. New That's what I would have done. 
that's what I want to do. That's what that's what Steve Tish wanted. Mm-hmm. Mara said, "I will make you a compromise. I will fire Shermer. I will get rid of his staff, but I want to keep Gettleman." And Steve Tish says, "Fine, but this is his last year. If he screws up this time, he's getting fired." And that's pretty much what happened. That's the only. That's the only. That's how it worked. Unbelievable. It's it, it, it's friction in the Giants hierarchy because Tish doesn't own the football side. He only owns the business side. Mara owns the football side. If you notice, Mara is in the building every single day. That's his life. Yeah, and as long as you have that friction, as long as you have that friction, they probably won't. You know, they won't get to anywhere. You know, unless something gets you, resolved. You you want to know how the Giants were good because they because there was no friction and they and they had Ernie Corsi, who was probably the best general manager they've had since you know George Young. That was Kurt Corsi and George Young were the two best guys. Oh, absolutely, yeah. And since then you've had Reese, who was a clown show, and Gelman was even worse. Yeah, and I also think the Jets are going to be very sorry with Gase because I'm telling you. Gase has got deeply seated mental issues where when he doesn't like a player, he just casts them off. He doesn't talk to them. And I've heard this from many, I've heard this from reading many, many articles from his ex-players that the guy is no good. He's seriously no good. He's not going to succeed. He's, he's not the guy succeed. where if you're not his favorite, he don't care, and unfortunately, in the NFL, you need stars, you need playmakers. If you're not getting along with your playmakers, that's a big problem. Because yes, I guess the NFL is probably the most team oriented ever. You know, in the NFL, it's a it's a, it's a military militaristic style of sport where you need to be working together as a team. But there's also you also need stars. If you're not getting along with your stars, that creates problems in the locker room. Big problems. Which, which, which you got to give Bill Belichick so much credit. The guy has adapted. Remember, the guy was an old school guy. Bill Belichick has able to adapt with the times. And even the salary cap sport league, he's adapted. Although he has made some bad choices. I mean, letting go of Chandler Jones was a big mistake. I'm going to be honest. That was a big mistake. They could have used Chandler Jones on this league. <laughs> they could have used him. And not having receivers, um, yeah, that could have been good. Um, Nikhil Harry, uh, that remains to be seen. Elman's getting older. They need weapons. They don't have. They have old man Benjamin Watson, which was really, really bad. And they don't have a. New England has no weapons, and they're going to need weapons because, like I said, you're not going to compete with the teams that have weapons. Well, we'll see what happens this week, man. The Patriots also ended up with the most uh, supplemental draft pick, so you know he'll you know he'll make magic out of that. You know he'll one make magic I, out of that. One thing I give Bill Belichick this: he knows how to manipulate the draft. So I'll give Bill this: he can manipulate and move places in the draft. Although yeah. losing that second round pick from Mohamed Sanu was, was pretty bad. <laughs> yeah, that's that was just a desperation move, I think. You know. That was a desperation move. They didn't, you know, they had to grab somebody, so they ended up grabbing him. Yeah, yeah. and I think this, and I think it's a good job with the NFL for still having business as usual, but I do think that the draft will get moved. 
And I think that I think that's smart. I think and I think there'll still be things there'll still be moves being made because you have to understand, even though there are no sports being played, the NFL can free agency is like a national holiday for everybody. So you have a lot of folks this is where NFL's time to shine. Everyone loves free agency. Absolutely, which I can't wait for this. All right, guys, we got two minutes left. So listen, before uh, before I start to end this thing off here, before this whole thing happened with coronavirus, right? I came up with this great idea called for a segment called Nightmare Scenarios, in keeping with the theme of Sleepy Time Bobos. Which how have you been doing with that, by the way? Uh, we're doing better, by the way. <laughs> we're doing better. <laughs> All right, so these are things that I've I've had nightmares about or dreams about based on things that I've read and that I've connected the dots. Okay, mm-hmm. so a couple of weeks ago there was an article about. Did you see that the clubhouse manager, the visiting clubhouse manager, the Angels got fired because he was making this stuff. Um, with pine tar, but he was mixing it with something that uh, all the visiting clubhouse guys, all the visiting pitchers were using to get better spin on the ball and everything else like that. And all the pitchers absolutely loved this guy for it. And they found out about it. And they got fired, right? And so the guy, the guy got canned. So, as a result of that. Can you imagine if Garrett Cole, God forbid, this is a night, this is just a nightmare. Garrett Cole comes out, starts out like 0 and 8, 0 and 9, right? And as it turns out, he was only good because of all, whatever he was putting on the ball to make spin. <laughs> that really would be a nightmare. A nightmare scenario. Nightmare scenario. Nightmare scenario number two. The Blue Jays come out and start killing everyone. Ryu is the number one starter. And all them second year guys having monster years, right? And they end up they end up being a number one contender behind us in the division. Number three nightmare scenario: Talkman, Boyd, Mike Ford, Clint Frazier, Gio Rochelle all come back to earth because that would be a nightmare. That would mean that that would mean the Yankees are fighting for the second wild card. Nightmare scenario number four: DJ Lemayhew doesn't have an MVP year like he had. Like he had last year. So again, these are all That might not be too bad. I mean, obviously DJ won't do what he did last year, but as as long as DJ can hit around 280, uh, 14, 15 home runs, and 80, 75 RBIs, that's good. He's not going to drop off that much. He's in the prime of his career. I think he's not going to drop off that much. I agree. Well, 